I'm Lauren Whitehurst. I'm a certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. Hi, I'm Sunny Livingcott. I'm a certified professional life coach and a certified brain health professional. We also have Angela Salyers, who is a licensed professional counselor, and the three of us together make up Whole Whole Life Vitality. Vitality. We teach Whole Life Vitality of the mind, body, and soul, bringing the physical, emotional, and spiritual together for whole life wellness. Welcome back. Hello. We are back again. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. Yeah. Whole life's back. Yeah. Tell a friend. Absolutely. <laughs> we are we're so ridiculous. I'm like our lean factor just went up so high with that statement, but that's okay. I'm totally here for it. Um, okay, friends. We were having a discussion over lunch. We had a break. We went yeah. to lunch. We came back. And what we were discussing was narcissism. Very, very serious topic, actually. Yes. Um, It's one of those topics that when it comes up, I think that I don't know if most people joke about it or I just joke about it because I have narcissistic trauma trauma. in my past. I don't know. But it comes up and immediately I turn into Chandler and I just start dropping really painful jokes. jokes. (laughs) Yeah, that's trauma. (laughs) That's 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 trauma trauma right there. (laughs) But what we were saying, and this is very true, it's it's like anxiety Mm -hmm. where it's just become a word that we throw out in everyday, you know, language, just like, oh, I have so much anxiety. Oh, this gives me anxiety and da 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 da. Um and which is, you know, fine, but there's you need to understand that anxiety disorder uh, is a very real and serious thing. It's a, a different thing than feeling than anxious. Than feeling anxious. Just like being a narcissist or being a friend of or family member of a narcissist is very different than um, knowing someone who gets angry sometimes. Yes. Uh, and we were saying, you know, everybody at some point has displayed a narcissistic tendency. Yeah, or certain um, narcissistic behaviors. Absolutely. But to just call someone a narcissist, that's very serious. It's a... It's a very serious accusation, and if someone, if you know what that actually means, then it's extremely hurtful. It, it is very hurtful for I, you know, I, I coach women, and I experience that a lot with my coaching, and um, it's it's painful, mm-hmm. and it can cause so much strife within their life and lifelong healing yeah. because of being either raised by a narcissist, married to a narcissist, um, friends with a narcissist, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, it's difficult. As the the daughter of two loving narcissists, um, I grew up with so much trauma that I didn't know was trauma until I started going through this healing process, Mm -hmm. right? And I didn't even fully understand what they were, how they were behaving, how it was different, why it was traumatic until I started studying narcissism. And as I studied, I realized it's not a disease. It's not a mental illness. It's a choice. It's a choice. And that kind of blew me away because I just kept thinking, how can they be this way? It doesn't even make sense. Logically, it doesn't make sense. And when you try to rationalize that narcissistic behavior, you can't. Right. And I kept trying to wrap my head around this behavior 
And finally I was like, well, maybe it's just not even their choice. Maybe it's just how they were born. Maybe they're, I have ADD and maybe they have narcissism. Yeah. (laughs) And when I realized it's a choice, I, it was both, I don't know, helpful and also so hurtful because I was like, oh man, you're, you're choosing to be this way. But then at the same time I was like, oh you're choosing to be this way, yeah. which means that I know exactly how I need to respond to you. And that is by setting healthy boundaries. And there's also, I do get this a lot where, um, cause you know, ADD yeah. that is hereditary. Yeah. So there's a lot of fear around the fact that if you are raised with narcissism, mm-hmm. then you yourself will be a narcissist. I so, did have that concern yes, at one point. So mm-hmm. the, the reframing of that is Mm -hmm. it's painful to understand that that's a choice. If you've been married to a narcissist raised by a narcissist or friends with a narcissist, but the blessing in that is to understand that that doesn't have to be your story, which is God's gift. Right. Right. So, um, I think that that word, like you said, gets thrown around and we, want to dive into a little bit more of what that actually means. Yes. You know, maybe some characteristics of a narcissist, certain behaviors that you might experience. Um, if you are either, you know, exhibiting narcissistic behavior or maybe in a relationship, whether friendship or, you know, romantic relationship with someone uh, or a parent child relationship. So, um, excessive self-importance. They have an inflated sense of self-worth and believe that they are superior to others. Yeah. And I mean, there's a really big difference between ego. Yes. Um, this, the self-importance ego, you know, being puffed up with pride and, um, having self-esteem. Yes. Big, huge, huge difference there. Yes. And I think that being, being raised by narcissists, then I was always really afraid to like myself. Mm-hmm. So afraid. Cause I thought anything that I liked about myself was, um, prideful, right? It would attribute to an ego. And if I thought I was better than other people because I liked myself, then I was going to be this horrible person. Mm-hmm. And the balance there, I think it's, it's tricky until you figure it out Yes, because once you realize that you were designed to be exactly how you are. And if you think about if you have children or you have someone else that you love, you love them exactly how they are, not because they can do anything, not because they are a certain way, but because of who they are. And that's how you were designed to be. And that's how you deserve to be loved. And that is self-esteem. Absolutely. And then that, um, Norman Vincent Peale said that the definition of humility is not thinking less of yourself, but just thinking of yourself less. Right. So it's not saying God made me garbage, right? But it's understanding that God made you incredibly special Mm -hmm. so that you can use those gifts, talents, and strengths to serve other people. Well, and you can, you can say, wow, I am such a cool person without saying I'm better than you. Yes. I am a cool person. And that means you are less of a person. Absolutely. Versus I'm a cool person and you're a cool person. Wow. We're really cool. Yes. You should love yourself because you're God's creation. You never love yourself based on 
comparison Mm -hmm. to someone else. Yep. A lack of empathy. Narcissists struggle to understand or relate to the feelings of others. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. And that was one of the ones that I think I struggled with understanding the most because I would go to my parents and I would say, this is where I am, or this is what I need, or why, why are you treating people like this? And feel like I had this heartfelt, logical conversation just to, again, have the same type of response over and over and over again from them. And that's where I was like, what's the disconnect? Yeah. What, what's happening here? How do you not understand? Well, of course they understand. They just don't care. Right. Like there's no empathy there. You know, in using that example of we've all had, you know, that, that point where if you are a parent where your child has, you know, been somewhere, maybe thrown a fit Mm -hmm. and that when you're talking about the lack of empathy, it's stop doing that. You're embarrassing me. Yes. As opposed to looking them in the face and saying, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. What's happening? What's going on? Why are you feeling this way? Sharing with me. That's the difference. Like it always comes back to them. Mm -hmm. Like whatever you're feeling, like it's a reflection. Yes. The narcissist says, this is inconvenient for me. Your emotional upset right now is inconvenient for me. Please take it somewhere I'm stressed. I'm stressing out. Yeah. yeah. You're upset, but this is stressing me out or this is embarrassing me or this is looking poorly Mm -hmm. upon me. Yep. Yep. It always comes back to me. Yes. And, um, all right. So manipulative behavior, they use manipulation to achieve their goals and control others. And I think so much of it is about control. Yes. And that control and manipulation often comes from their own trauma. So I recognize for myself in my particular situation, my parents both have their own trauma and the, this narcissistic behavior and the manipulation all comes from a broken place. I fully understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you feel like you have been manipulated or controlled or, um, gaslighted and that that's another term that gets thrown around a lot these days. Right. And one of those things where I'm like, I don't think that word means what you think it means. Yes. (laughs) Well, and, and that's, we kind of touched on this, but the, the love bombing that Mm -hmm. you get whenever you like come to them and you maybe you've explained something and they're then all of a sudden they're like, Oh yes. If you say anything, if you say anything remotely, like, well, I'm upset because, or you did this, if they find themselves potentially even remotely close to in the wrong, then it's a, Oh, you're so right. Wow. That's just, thank you so much. That's really something I need to work on. You're amazing. Wow. You're just so great. You really understand people. You're just really good. I, you know, I wish I could just be more like you. You're just so fantastic. And it's this love bombing that when you know what's happening just feels really icky, but the manipulation happens because a lot of times it feels, leaves you feeling really good and you walk away from the situation thinking, oh, okay, wow, they really understand. And then you're like, wait a second. And maybe they're not what I thought. Yeah. And then like, wait, but did they 
apologize? Yes. Did they recognize what happened? Did they try to make it right? Nope. I, I think that all they did was placate me. Yes. So it's, it's like the hot or cold where they're either love bombing you or they're accusing you of having, of making it all about you. Right. Like, why are you focused on mm-hmm. yourself? Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Why are you ruining my day? Mm-hmm. Why are you playing this victim card? Why are mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, constant need for admiration. Narcissists seek constant praise and attention from others. Yes. Appearances are very important. Very, very important to mm-hmm. a narcissist. It's everything mm-hmm. because they want to appear to have everything mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. for them. Yep. And so let me just show on the exterior every single thing that in my life is perfect. And I mean, that's a heavy weight to carry. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure, I mean, we've talked about you grew up in a Mormon, you know, family. Mm-hmm. So you had, and for the Mormon background, a big family is yeah. considered having it all, right? Yeah, it's... Um, I, I was about to say it's pretty typical, but I think it's maybe not necessarily typical, but, um, you've done, you've done the job, right? You've done well, you've done the job, right? If you, you know, you're, you're called to multiply and replenish the earth. And so if you have a lot of kids, then you are living God's law. You're doing what you're told to do. So it, it looked, it was important to your parents to have all of you look and play the part of a loving, happy family. Yeah. It wasn't on the outside. It wasn't unusual for, um, for people to say, um, Oh, those Brooks kids. Oh, they're, you know, we just, we love those Brooks kids or you should marry a Brooks kid or, or one of those Brooks are available. And, and I'm like, that's, and you could probably see your parents just puff up a Mm -hmm. little bit to hear that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting because, uh, Along that same line, I think that um, enough of us have enough of a rebellious streak that when people started, or at least the siblings kind of around my age range, I guess, uh, when people started saying those type of things, then it wasn't a proud moment for them. So I have a couple of brothers that chose to take the reputation the other direction. Yeah. And like, oh man, those, those Brooks boys, they just create (laughs) havoc. Yeah. So they, they set, they set themselves their own, their own boundary. That's right. They're like, "Mm -mm." that's right. Well, they're like, oh, well, um, let me show you the truth. Let me show you who I actually am. Um, narcissists have a sense of entitlement. They believe they deserve special treatment and often disregard rules or boundaries. Yeah. Now it's, um, not my parents, but other narcissists that I have known that just expected that every time they had an idea, then people would just supply funding for that Mm -hmm. and would fund whatever idea it was. And, um, they would say whatever they needed to say to get said funding and then never follow through and never pay back. Mm. And the amount of entitlement that that screams to me just blows my mind. Yeah. It's a lot with narcissists. It's whatever's up here. Yeah just comes out because to them it sounds Mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. So outside of their heads, they'll leave us kind of scratching ours thinking, what did they just, what? 
That doesn't even make sense. But because they're master manipulators, then they can get enough people on their side that you feel like you're the crazy one. Yes. Because you're like, that doesn't make any sense, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe I'm the one that doesn't understand. Yes. It's such a strange place to be in. And the big thing is they don't ask. They tell. Yes. So they never ask for like a permission or they ask for help. Mm -hmm. They just tell you to do it or that you're going to do it or that they're going to do it. We used to um, call it being voluntold. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We were voluntold a lot. (laughs) Um, Narcissists often have a fragile self-esteem. Paradoxically, underneath their grandiose exterior, narcissists often have fragile self-esteem because, and we talked about, self-esteem comes from within and yeah. I am, I am great because that's how I was made because right. and not because I did anything. I am, I am wonderful because of my good things and my flaws right. and everything in between. You know, I was created this way and that is self-esteem, just knowing who you are and who you belong to. And when you don't have that, to back you up. And all you think is I am wonderful because I did this or because I said that, or because people see me a certain way that is so fragile. Yeah. You have to, um, just from my experience with, you know, with it in my life, uh, they, they want to piggyback either on their success or someone close to them, Yes, their success. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they're always trying to reach this level either, monetarily yeah. or successfully, you know, or, um, associations or yes. dropping are very, important. um, maybe, you know, with their children, when their children mm-hmm. reach things and they're, you know, showing off their kids or yeah. showing off their grandkids or maybe showing off their wife mm-hmm. or showing off themselves, but they're always trying to reach this level of importance yeah. because titles and yeah. t- titles right. mean a lot to them. I really struggled with my own personal successes because I just kept thinking if I get really successful, if I do well, if I, um, if, if I change a lot of lives, if I provide well for my family, if I take good care of myself, if I look like I'm doing well in life, then they'll take credit. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, I'm like, oh, that's just, it feels, it feels yucky. I know I keep using that word, but it does like, right. icky. it feels, but is that what I'm going to let hold me back? Yeah. I'm going to be like, mm, okay, so because they, because someone else might say, look what I did. I made that. Then I'm going to let that ruin me. Right. No. I, so I chose not to. And mm-hmm. I chose to continue to take care of myself and continue okay. to, to better myself and others, um, even though that's there. But if you're feeling that way, if you have narcissists in your life and you're feeling that way, know that the only one responsible for your actions is you. Mm-hmm. The only one responsible for your successes or failures is you mm-hmm. because you get to choose what you do every day when you wake up in the morning. So that's been very helpful for me. Absolutely. And you know, as, as coaches, it's very important to us. And we were talking about this when talking about narcissism that we don't take responsibility for our, um, our clients wins. Yeah. Um, because listen, they're doing the work. Yeah. We are just 
you know, tools Mm -hmm. that are there for them to encourage them, to talk with them, to, um, challenge them, things like that. Mm -hmm. But they're the ones that are sitting there and making the decisions and showing up and doing the work. And so, you know, when, when I have clients reach out and say, you know, thank you, I couldn't have done it without you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen, just the messenger. You did it. Like you Mm -hmm. did it. Um, I'm happy to play any part. Oh my goodness. And that's yes. what I'll, I'll tell them. Thank you. And I'm, I'm yes. so, it thrills me to hear that and to mm-hmm. share that like so much. They don't even realize, yes. but I'm it just happy to play any part. Truly an honor to it join is. someone on that journey. Like it is such an honor. I cannot explain to you that feeling, mm-hmm. uh, but we do not take responsibility mm-hmm. for anyone's accomplishments. Yep. And that's the true, you know, face of narcissism is that it always goes back to them. Mm-hmm. Like what, look what I did. Yep. This is because of me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it's that inflated ego. Yep. The last one on our list is, um, difficulty in maintaining relationships. Their self-centered nature constrain relationships with family, friends, and colleagues. I cannot even tell you how many times I heard my mother say to me, I just, I just have a hard time with friends. Hmm. And again, it wasn't until well into adulthood that I realized, I get it. You're not a very good friend. Mm -hmm. No wonder you have such a hard time with friendships because you're not a very good friend. And I was like, it makes so much sense now. Yeah. But that's not how they see it. Well, it's not them. Well, no, no, but, um, we've, we've done a couple podcasts now on friendships and what it means to be, to have healthy friendships and set healthy boundaries. And, um, so I highly recommend going back and listening to those podcasts. But if, if you find yourself struggling in any of these areas, does it mean you're a narcissist? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it might, maybe that's some, something you can talk to somebody about, but, um, maybe it just means that. You have this, for me, I always thought if I have the self-awareness to know that I'm struggling with these things, then I'm probably not a narcissist right? because a narcissist would see those as positive qualities. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if, if you heard this list and you are struggling with relationships or mm-hmm. friendships and you did resonate with some of these things, good news is it's not... It's not just the way you are. Yeah. It's a choice. It's a choice mm-hmm. and you can change. And it's so important. Reach out and ask for help. Yep. Narcissists can get help. Oh, for sure. They yes. can. Mm-hmm. You can find an excellent counselor mm-hmm. who can walk you through the things that you can do and ways that you can learn to show empathy mm-hmm. and learn to change your focus and mend those relationships. It does take work, but it is a hundred percent possible. It's not a life sentence for you to be miserable and alone for the rest of your life. Yeah. I always tell people you have at this point, I have 40 years of experience perfecting exactly where I am right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I worked really hard to get where I am right here, right now. And if I don't like who that is, if I've perfected this version of me and I think, wow, I don't like this. I want to change. Then I start with step one. Yeah. And it takes, it takes work. It takes practice, but I've very practiced in being here. So now I have to practice often 
being a different way. And mm-hmm. slowly that will shift me into being this other person. But whatever you practice, you will perfect. And you will preach. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, as someone who uh, has quite a lot of personal experience with narcissists, then um, I'm happy to chat if that's something you'd like to talk yeah. about. Um, someone who I highly recommend is Dr. Romani. I will link her videos here. Mm-hmm. She's on YouTube and um, she is phenomenal. I learned so much from her um, as I was healing on this journey. And um, But we're, we're here. If you want to talk, Sunny is wonderful to talk to and so understanding. And um, we would love to hear your questions or your comments. Absolutely. Uh, but we're here for you. So we'll see you next time. Thanks guys. Bye friends. Mm-hmm.